Hi, Gilda. What now, loser? I'm feeling down in the dumps. It's always something with you. Gilda, I want to connect with more women, and I'm finding it difficult. It makes sense because you're very unattractive. I wish I wasn't so lonely. Boo hoo, pussy. Gilda, I think I'm attracted to you. Of course you are, but I only date guys with massive hardware. What should I do to improve my life? Change everything about yourself. Gilda, the anti-therapy chatbot. She will make you feel worse so that you can start feeling better. Matt, sometimes I get on this pod and feel a little pressure to perform. Like I got to deliver for these uh, three fans that we have because then if we don't, they're going to be like, where's the episode? And I'm just feeling, I don't know. It's like a weight on my shoulders, bro. It's like the sticky note that I had on my kitchen that said, change laundry. It's it's stuff I've got to do. I don't know. I'm just tired of being emotionally vulnerable. Like, I, I would just like to come. You mentioned in an earlier episode, like, you don't like those relationships where you start talking about sports. It's like the right. only thing I'm craving right now is just to fade back into a meaningless conversation about sports. Like, can we look at, I don't know, all-time rushing yards in the NFL or, I don't care, Canadian Football League stats, anything besides being <laughs> vulnerable and emotional. Please. I know, dude. Please stop me. it. That's why I threw in ceiling fans. Oh, yeah. Ceiling fans. Even that triggered some emotions, you know? Even that. <laughs> I can't, and then I can't have a fucking meaningless conversation with anyone who listens to the show either. Everybody gets into me like I'm having. I'm in the middle of a long conversation about identity, um, and like I'm like, can just fucking talk about the weather, or something, please. People are engaging me now deeply, and I don't know if I'm cut out for this, Lance. I know, I don't man. Know. You've created a monster. Yeah. yeah. Fucking a. Even my, my buddy Chris, our relationship founded in drinking, playing, playing uh, I don't know, sports, but, or, or just fucking around, snowboarding. Even he's been sucked in to Seniors 94 emotional drama fest. And uh, I, can't, yeah, I can't be like, hey, how's your trip to Revelstoke? It's like, how did it make you feel, Chris? <laughs> how did it make you feel? <laughs> It's, like, it's a real pressure cooker, dude. I know. Shut up, man. Yeah. I have, I'll tell you this. Chris was on. I hope everybody liked it. It was very nice of him to do it. He's a fan of the show. He's told us. I believe him. But a, a one thing besides all the emotional shit is that I have all these great memories of us fucking around and doing stupid stuff. And, and a few of those came back. For example, things I forgot about. And Chris is always, he could get me to do shit sometimes with a very like pragmatic way of looking at it. Like everything's fine. We snuck in to see Tool at Red Rocks, probably in 96. And he was he was like in the audience in like three seconds. It was so easy for him. I was kind of like, I don't know if we should be doing this. I don't know if we should be doing this. <laughs> I think I, I overpaid. Like there was a guard there. We probably could have given him like $2. And I was like, I don't know, my guilt set in. I probably gave him like $900. I could have just bought a ticket uh, on, the, on the black market and got in for what I paid. But... Shit like that. It's pretty great. It's like a, like a, a movie. I actually watched Days and Confused the other night. 
and uh, you know, nostalgic shit like sneaking into a rock concert. It's cool stuff that you do when you're young that you wouldn't do now. I did all that kind of shit with Chris, and I, and I was just reminded of that. Yeah, and he was very different with little alcohol in him from my recollection than he is sober. Like he was, wasn't Fuck he, guy. wasn't he, wasn't he? Yeah. He was like loose as a goose. I don't know. I, I mean, I, he was, we all were, but I also, just life's different, you know? Yeah. Life's different. We're all, we're on this show talking about middle-aged fantasies and getting away from reality. So it's, you're going to get a different side of it. I still have the idea that I'm a better person with alcohol. Like I'm a better person to be around. Even though I've been sober now for, I hate saying sober again. It makes it sound like a court state mandated. Uh, just, I haven't had a drink in a while. I think a lot of people would agree. Yeah. You're a better person with a few drinks, Matt. You're funner to be around. Uh, I wish, I wish one thing I would have done was record myself. Like I wish there was a way to tell compare because obviously i'm not probably a better person <laughs> when i'm drunk but i don't know but yeah i uh what'd you think what'd you think of, of chris you have you actually probably haven't talked to him in a while you mentioned you like you liked the episode you enjoyed his feedback you think he, he you think he held back like or not held back but was reserved because we wouldn't shut up or just because that's his personality i think it's his personality it's very hard to come on here if you're not a pro like us. I don't know. If you're not yeah. used to it, yeah, pro like us, dude, and share your deepest, darkest secrets. So Yeah. It was fun for me. I enjoyed the whole episode though. And did hit did did his perspective about I don't know, it's not like you, you you only live once, but more like these are things I gotta do and it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make because it, it makes me feel good. What, did that uh, influence you? I think that was kind of his message. Did, did that influence you at, at all? It just caused me to go to, cause sometimes I'll point out people in society and their behavior and, and feel like I know what's going on there and be very judgmental. But it just reminded me, yeah, that um, people do what's best for them or they attempt to do what's best for them. Right. And we all justify what we're doing. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, I ain't got to justify this pod anymore. Because I fucking quit, Matt. Quit. <laughs> so we need more drama. I just <laughs> fucking quit. Fucking. That's that's my identity. I yeah. fucking Quitter. quit. Quitter. I had the pleasure of buying new scissors the other day, kitchen shears as it were, and they were packaged in essentially bulletproof hard plastic. Uh, and when I tried to open it, I got the feeling that you get, like when someone asks you when you lose something and someone goes, hey, where did you lose it? And you go, uh, well, if I knew where I lost it, I would probably just go get it, right? Or same thing happens when you're fighting with a woman and someone goes, what is she upset at you about? And you just go, look, dude, if I knew why she was upset, we probably wouldn't be fighting, right? And that's the feeling I got because in that moment I thought, hey, packaging company, if I actually had scissors or the scissors I needed to open this package, I probably wouldn't have bought these scissors. Now would I? Um, 
bum bum bum. It's all right. It's all right, girl. Don't be shy. I don't know if that's the lyrics, but I hit it, right? I hit it? Yeah. Sound pretty good, dude. Uh, We're up in the men's room. Matt's mood has shifted. He's a real piece of shit in the previous uh, recordings we did, but I think his... He's back. That melody fucking gets me hard, dude. Gets him going. All right. Let's let's explore this show. I wasn't lying in the intro that I feel a little pressure to, like, come up with topics that are in-depth, very uh, vulnerable, men-oriented, like, so thoughtful. And I've said to you before that my commercials and other skits are a direct protest to having to be that way and i'm you know this week i'm getting a little fucking tired of sharing my feelings and actually like thinking about what i'm feeling and expressing it on this podcast and we wanted to talk about just self-help and it's just like enough and therapy that and i you know enough enough what's this show about for you what what the are we doing Ah, oh, is that Shawshank? It's like get busy living or get busy dying. Yeah, too yeah, much yeah. self help, too much self reflection, too much self. I need, I need a. You know what I really need? I'm gonna be vulnerable right now, Lance. To all our listeners, I have flaws, and I need two new words because I don't want to say gay or pussy anymore, and I don't want to say <laughs> that all this vulnerability is gay because it offends a lot of people. We need to have an episode about that. We've lost that word for good reason. Pussy doesn't seem right, but I I feel like we're a little soft. And uh, it's like, are we getting busy dying, sitting here wallowing in our own bullshit? Are we going to get busy living, bro? Figuring it out like Andy Dufresne. So we need to break out of this prison and swim through. I used to do a great Morgan Freeman, by the way, but I don't think I can do it on cue. Don't ask me. Don't ask me to do it, Lance. Don't ask me to do it. Just kidding. Uh, You've done it. I've done it for me. <laughs> we need to swim. I'm not going to do my Morgan Freeman. That's private. What's what's that service where, where people can pay us and request us to do like appearances and shit? I'm going to save it for that. If you if you donate to the show, listeners, I'll do my Morgan Freeman. <laughs> you could do a master class on... Andy Dufresne, who swam through 500 miles of shit-smelling foulness I can't even imagine. That's what we need to do, dude. Swim through the shit, quit being soft, and get on with it, dude. Yeah, I don't know that that uh, doesn't really help me much, dude. Like, uh, So what's that have to do with the show? You'd have to be human first. Do we need to go deep every every week? I mean, can we get can we get a little uh, just silliness? That that's why I think it has to do with the show. Yeah, I think we need that. We need some silliness, some humor, some some I don't know. Talk about Motley Crue or Dr. Dre a little bit, maybe. Uh, one of my one of our listeners, my buddy Jim, said, "What about why aren't you guys talking about the state of music and why there hasn't been a, a Nirvana?" A, a, a ground shaking like industry shaking I would like to talk about that but I'm too busy sitting here going hmm, hmm making kitten noises and stuff you know I don't know that's how I feel today I mean I, I, it goes up and down emotionally but but uh, I 
but it, the feedback has been so good that I feel like if we don't do this, people will be like, oh, now you're now you're now you're just going for doing what everybody else is doing. But I feel like we are doing what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And it does feel if you've listened back to how you reflect as an individual or the types of things that you say, there's some monotony there. It's like, oh, there goes Lance again. He's saying yeah. something similar to what he said in episode. <laughs> ah, Lance is back with that. Kind, you know, and now I was like, I don't want to do that over and over again. Whereas like, I'll, I'll give you exactly what I do time and time again. I call on some nebulous research that I read at some nebulous time in my life and offer some suggestive comment about what is the right thing to do. And then I take a shit on it. That's basically what I do over and over. But you, you did, I think you just mentioned that you, but you are, there is some self-help that you've resonated with and it's, it's shaped your life in a positive way. So it's not all bad. I, I've talked to, it's like been very helpful for me to sit here and talk about this and, and recreate relationships with friends and stuff. And now, uh, now it's like, all right, now what? I'm vulnerable. I'm open. And now it's like, great. Who cares? Still got to wake up. Only guilty man in Shawshank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think, do you think all of the talking that we're doing is, somehow a barrier to you moving forward or is it just straight up helpful and fun and like i'm just feeling pressure to have to sound thoughtful week after week and i don't know that i can do it well that's because you chose a co-host who's not so you kind of have to no you are bear you You have to bear the load yeah but not i don't come off as thoughtful i don't think yeah you do uh i'm not just fishing for compliments so i i do think you have to be kind of the thoughtful one yeah, okay. uh, and I'm just rambling on, and and I add something to the show. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I don't think so. Not really. I think it's good, but if you all right, so you're right. If we mapped out thirty thirty more episodes, which is kind of our plan, how do we not make it self help stale? Because I think society has gone self help stale, and there's going to be a correction. You know it. It's already happening where things are kind of shifting back right a little bit where people are starting to, it's going to be back to like, be a man, you know, and oh, stop yeah. and stand up for yourself and stop. Like that's going to, that shift is going to happen. And I'm, I mean, I'm part of it too. There are a few things that I'm like, man, my sort of left social left ideas are being challenged. Cause it's just, it's like getting too far. Yeah. I yeah. Feel like. And, uh, I I think that's going to happen, but how do we prevent? I don't want to go. I don't want to turn into some idiot right wing nutcase. But I also like realize that there's a little too much. When there's a little too much self help, there's a little less work being done <laughs> somewhere. You know? Yeah. There's a well that makes sense. I don't know if any it has anything to do with being right winged. I think it has to do with like maybe being a uh, what we traditionally call a meathead. Maybe what you'd think of as yeah, a jock, yeah. a right. jock in high school. Right. He's like hitting his helmet on his teammate. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I don't want to go that uh, shallow, but I don't want to <laughs> like come up with topics that were like, what's hidden behind his <laughs> thoughts about sex? I don't want to like start getting down that path where we're now uh, 
some yeah. NPR podcast about. Do you feel like the problem is everything has to go under the microscope now? Everything has to be analyzed. You can't just, I don't know, what's a good example? You mentioned sex. I was going to say something heinous, but you can't just be like, I want to do this. It's like, no, there's an issue under there. Nobody wants to do that normally, you know, like, it's like, ah, I don't know. It's just a desire. It's just an urge. I want to fucking bungee jump. It's not like it means I'm crazy. I'm running away from a relationship, you know, like everything's under too much analysis right now. I feel like that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I would agree. Cause the access to information is, is so easy that you can kind of type in why to anything you want to do. Why does somebody want to have anal sex? And it's like, oh, because you're a rah, 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 whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I should have just, I should have gone with bungee jumping. The anal sex really <laughs> threw me off. It's should've crazy. Just... <laughs> Great minds think alike. That's exactly where I was going to go, Lance. Wow. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, but something weird where people like some fetishy thing where people uh, type it in and you're seeking answers to why the way, you, why you're who you are. I don't know if we need to be doing that as much. Yeah. And they, and there are a lot of some people you get the sense that they're okay with it. Like, like I knew somebody that was kind of a swinger, him and his wife were swingers and it wasn't, there was no self doubt or guilt or anything. And it was just like, yeah, you know, it's just like my wife has a, she's not like a lesbian really, but she's had some type of women she likes and she's okay with it. And I'm like, all right, they, they seem very well adjusted where someone might be like, no, there's a, there's a reason you have to analyze your relationship. Why you'd want to do that. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. be like, I don't think I could live in that type of relationship, you know? I mean, of course, right. if she's letting me bang chicks and she's staying at home, then it's cool. But if we're both into it, I couldn't deal with that, you know? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lance didn't laugh at all at that listeners. He th- he took uh, it you know, I was in that uh, moment where I was thinking about what I'm next. I want to say, so I wasn't even listening. But I, I, yeah, those are extreme examples. But I will say back to last week's episode, like Chris wants to go to some heinous mountain bike things or he's always a Moto X guy, like really risky shit, actually, once you start to get good at it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if that needs to be analyzed. It's just like, oh, does he have a adrenaline risk as a hole in his childhood? I don't think so. He's just like something he likes doing, but maybe it is. Like, I think we're overanalyzing stuff like that. You know? Do you think we're doing that on the show? Like all the episodes we've done, we were like, you know, we poke fun at, at our thoughts and feelings too, but. Well, you naturally want it to be riveting. So yeah. just the, like, like the fact that Chris seems well-adjusted and likes to mountain bike. It's like, boo, boo. Yeah. You know, like, or, or I don't know. I can't, I'm thinking of Tony. Tony, Tony was entertaining. Well, but I was, I was forcing lots of uh, questions that, what you'd call probing uh, questions to, to right, like to both of them, to both of them and, and other people even too, to try to uncover their deepest, darkest fears, their deepest secrets. Right. And I don't want to be doing that is what I, and not that those questions didn't yield some interesting responses, but I don't think I can stomach myself doing that. Yeah. I think that's what, something that we gotta, we gotta clean up, Matt. If it's self-helpish and the topics are real and people like it, I think that's great. But but uh, but like also, then what do you talk about? Like if you said we don't, you're not probing. What what like why are we having a guest on? No, I, I it's the it's the pressure 
I like the impromptu, like, here we are, Seniors 94, we're in the men's room, we're taking pisses, or we're, we're, we're doing what you do in the men's room, but then conversations are happening very naturally. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel the same thing with the news, actually, for me, is like, a lot of times if I don't feel like I hit a banger, when you ask me, Matt, I f- I'm like, I feel very like I let I let the team down. So maybe that's what you feel in the men's room, where you're like... I didn't get enough provocative, provocative stuff out of the guest. Right. I don't want to be doing that. I think we just want to make sure there's a rhythm. The guest is company is comfortable and we, and there's a rhythm and that that's it. Yeah. And, uh, cause they might not have any issues like us. Oh, they have issues, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it might just be comfortable to who they are. Is this a show about men, men's issues? The onset was men's middle-aged men's issues. Yeah. Okay. And that was that's how we started this thing. But you're saying you wouldn't okay, let's just take my music example that Jim Jim asked me to asked us to do. Does that does that intrigue you or is that too just too uh like the, it doesn't necessarily have like like enough value. There's not enough value in it for you. I'm good with that. No, I'm good with that kind of thing. I, I those, just think if yeah. you're saying you're about men's issues, you just talk about different men's issues and which is going to center around lack of vulnerability and it's going to get into basically self-help stuff all the time. But if you go, right. no, we're a variety show where we just do whatever the F we want and we'll we'll be 100% ourselves, say everything that's on our mind, that's a whole different you know game. But it, yeah, I think that was cool. His idea was actually framed. I mean, there is a bit of middle age, get off my lawn to it. Like, is, did the yeah. music industry change because of digital music and access? Or or did we change? Because people generally get stuck in their, in their, you know, in their age. You're like, that's the best music. And yeah. uh, so there was that. So I think that that idea from him, I liked it because it's, you could make, you are making a little bit about middle age struggles. Yeah. Just like okay. listening to my, like Bad Bunny. I don't know if he's up there. The dude's like selling more records than anybody ever has, the Beatles. So I could go, hey, Jim, this guy is destroying it worldwide. He's He is moving the needle as much as Nirvana did. But I hear it. I'm like, that's that's not really music. Like it right. drives me crazy. My kids love it. Everybody loves it. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to sneak this episode in now. And I can tell Jim we did it. Yeah. Shut up, Jim. We did your topic. So no, yeah. but I, but I, I some of that stuff might might make us feel a little like uh, invigorated, like we're not just sitting here whining. So although I have, have you listened to an episode that you did you didn't like? This sounds very arrogant, but like I haven't listened to an episode where I was like, ah, that's not. We're just whining wimps. I, everything we've done, I've been like, ah, that that was worth listening to. Right. No, I'm not there, dude. I just, it's like, we're getting behind the curtain here in Seniors 94 and just you're 19 episodes in, which, you know, there's some work here to do this. It's not, it's not like we just roll in. And my question was more of like, do we, do we get deeper into that arena of men's issues, self-help, or do we just organically throw out topics, whatever they may be, and just let it rip? And my gut tells me to let it rip and not overthink. And then sometimes that will yield some shitty episodes, but that'll also yield some bangers. And I just... Bangers? Bang skis. I, want, I wonder if the, the idea of 
kind of keep with the same nine or 10 topics, but revisiting them ourselves and revisiting them with, with other people is good. It's just like the re for me, it's, I, I've gotten a lot of benefit out of listening to you talk about your, your journey with your, your son's basketball journey. Sure. And like, we're revisiting the same thing, but as the season goes, you can kind of see how, how you, uh, how you're actually reacting and stuff. And so I don't think it's, it doesn't feel redundant to me. It feels good. But it's got to be compelling and interesting too. So saying the same shit over and over again, uh, I get worried about that, which is why like I go back to let's pick more in-depth topics and then which will sound more self-help. There's no, it's a lose-lose, Matt. Either way, people are going to stop listening. All right. Give me an idea of a topic that you're like, that's, that's riveting that, that gets you fired up. Uh, riveting? Or I don't know. Like, what are you, what are we trying to count? Riveting, is that the right word? It's not the right word. What do you, what's, what's like a topic? Like you want to get into, I don't know, fucking sexual fantasies or like, do you want to get more in something that's just like, oh, this is hard to talk about. Let's do it. Or, or like, right. No, not really personally, but, but yeah, you could see how all of a sudden you're stacking up self, not self, I guess self-help type stuff. Like, um, polyamory, is it a viable relationship approach or is it? Yeah, yeah. By the way, one of my friends, maybe a listener, told me he's decided that that's what he is. And I was like, you full of shit, man. You just want to screw as many people as you can. I'm like, are they buying it? I know. He's like, I think I am. I really, And I'm like, really? That works? That actually works. You just tell women you're polyamorous. It's like, pretty funny. We should get him on. Okay, let me give you a, a more uh, realistic. I actually example. would love to have him on to talk about that. Yeah, fine. Let's do it. Yeah. See, I'm good with that. Uh, managing children with mental health issues. Like, I don't want to talk about that or something along those lines. Well, we had the idea to do a show about labeling children. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, there's a point in everybody's... Um, creative journey where you question who you are and what you're doing. And we knew it would come. And I'm just saying for me right now, I have questions about how deep to go. So what we probably need is some listener comments to guide us to right. what they like. Uh, We're open to anything. Yeah. Even like, and when you ask these questions, then you better be ready to hear what you don't want to hear. But like, even like, do I need to really come up with more commercials? Well, uh, I wonder. Do I need to put any effort into this, please? Can I stop putting effort in? No. Well, you could stop doing the commercials for a month and see if people are like, "Hey, what happened?" What no, nobody's going to say what happened. I have uh, plenty of positive feedback on the commercials. No, it I doesn't matter. I'm just, you know, what I'm saying. It's like you start to question, "What are we trying to accomplish?" As if it really even matters what you're trying to accomplish. We're just getting on here, doing our thing. But my thing i think we have to consider like all right for example we're very vulnerable but are we that vulnerable because we're trying to limit ourselves to not to not really talk about people that are close to us and i will say like i had a conversation my long heavy conversation with my wife yesterday and a few days ago and i i was kind of telling her this show has really helped me like as far as therapy and she's asked are you talking about me on there and i was like not really, because I haven't like talked about our separation and episodes. 
was like, not really. In general terms, we talk about how we feel, but not, I haven't talked about you really at all. And in my head, I'm like, well, I'm saving her, but I'm also not, nobody knows what's going on in my separation. Anyone is, who's, gonna get, who's going through separation is not being helped by what I'm going through because I'm not really being vulnerable about that. And uh, I guess at some point there's stuff like that or my, my kid, you know, how I'm handling some stuff with my kids. Like, do we really want, do we want to get into that? That might be helpful because we also try to limit our guests where they don't say anything stupid that might, they might feel bad. And uh, that's where I'm at. Like, should I just really let it open up, tear the bandaid off and, and let it rip. And like, that would be good and helpful but it also i think it might be too hard for me to do that right now and maybe get people really upset at me uh yes i don't think you you should do that it's just not fair to the family not fair to the person that's being talked about in very specific ways i don't know man i I just would steer clear so how but how do you so we need to get good at like separation's a, a really hard topic and good this is an example that's going on in my life but it's like it's probably it's probably be because I've had, because of it, I've had some great conversations and gotten some great advice from people that have gone through it. Uh, for example, Andrew told me, you know, when you when you get to the point where you think you are going to break up and you might start seeing other people and you have kids and you go, I don't know if he said this on the show, but if you got to, you got to remember that you love this person and they made a good decision and they let people in their lives like you that aren't horrible people around children. And you got to trust them that they'll be able to do it again. And I was like, Oh my God, you probably right. couldn't have got there where you're at, where I'm at. But that's amazing that you, you got to that like down the road, you know? And uh, those things I think would be great to talk about and great to, for people to listen to. That is like the ultimate act of like humility and kindness really. Sure, but you don't have to talk about uh, what uh, she's up to, what she's doing in detail. You can just reflect on your own feelings as a part of the journey. Right. But I I mean, yeah. So like right now, I'd I'd be completely uncomfortable with some other guy. Some other other guy was like in my kid's life and almost in like a dad role. It would would be devastating. But it's something that I really have to think about because it might happen. And, uh, I don't, those things are probably, uh, an episode that millions of people would relate to. Sure. Some people might even have some, something good to say about it or listen to me talk about it might connect them with an idea that gets, that gives them some clarity, but that requires some vulnerability that, that, uh, you know, I don't know if we, if I think we've been a little reserved on that stuff. Uh, Yeah. Maybe you have, but I, 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 that my, now I'm, it's funny. I don't want to be self-help. And then you start talking about this and then I like, I perk up, I perk up though. I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's have this conversation. <laughs> so I think I'm answering my question. I think we want to be in depth and get into those issues. We're not, we're not trying to rip into somebody and their choices and decisions. We're just kind of reflect on our own thoughts based on right. some generalized circumstances. But yes, that specific issue is worth an episode of like, what, what is it like to introduce new yeah. partners into your child's lives after getting divorced? I can tell you my, my experience as a kid. But. Yeah, exactly. But oh uh, yeah, so that's great. Would you? Right now? Not, not, well, you could do it right now. 
No, five. I'm going to save that shit now because now we're going self-help. Yeah. No, but you would talk, you would be comfortable talking about something like that, I guess, on, on air. Oh, yeah. I would, but I mean, it's so far away for me. Right. Because that's what I was going to say. Like, if we do something like that, the idea for me would be like, we probably need somebody who's on the other side of it to come back in, who can be vulnerable because they've, they're through it and they've already processed it emotionally where I might just be hurting someone because I'm in the middle of it where Andrew can go, this is how it went and this is how it worked and my ex made a good decision and my kid's happier or this is where he made a mistake. And you can go, well, this is what I felt like from the kid's perspective. Cause it's, it's far away. You're not going to hurt yeah. anybody right now. There you go. That's a good conversation. So we, we just need to call them conversations. Yeah. Structured conversations. I'm good. There's with definitely that. stuff though. That you and I are more comfortable talking. Like we could talk about the sports theme forever. Not, not like in a meathead way, but this idea of like how much is too much managing your kid and stuff. We could, we could probably do 40 episodes on it. It's, it's like, it's something that we are comfortable to, admitting that we we have issues with and and we're yes. we're so we're so uh open to talk about it right that could be the show kids playing sports 94 yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh no I, I guess my I point know. is like we're cherry picking a little bit well sure of course it's not like you're you're ready to talk about i don't know some people your parents dying let's talk about our parents dying yeah, but the show could be losing a. This is so so soft and self helpy, but losing a loved one with yeah, Lance see, and Matt. That's <laughs> that's the stuff I don't want to do for some reason, at least right now. But I feel uh, like we're on that trajectory, and this is why why we're having an episode here. Well, you know, this was supposed to be like railing self help, right? Yeah, our viewpoint on self help. And now we've just gotten into our show identity, which is a bunch of behind the curtains nonsense that nobody should listen to, but I'm going to force them to because, because right. I don't want to have any, uh, any pressure. I don't want to put any effort, but let's get into self-help a little bit because I think it does. Right. Can I just up. invite, cause I do get feedback from a few people. I think you do too. And if those people, ha- not that you want to do things for other people, but if there's any feedback where it's like, keep doing it or maybe you maybe you want to look at this i i welcome it from anyone out there listening we'll still we're still doing it for ourselves but uh i welcome that i just want to i just want to put that out there yeah and i would add that i don't know anybody that truly knows exactly what they're doing at all times now not many <laughs> people creating a show would just have that kind of conversation and then put it on air and for everybody to hear us waffle and be yeah. so wishy-washy but you know we're gonna do it because hey seniors now, 94 now's the time limited right. limited listen listenership limited responsibilities now's the time to just put a piece of shit out there and not worry about it so here we go don't even right. edit this one dog well, if you just, think we're you know what we're doing you know if you think there's a lot of conscious thought in this you're wrong we do not know what we're doing as evidenced by ceiling fans okay ceiling fans was one of the great the one of the great uh commercials in the history of parodies yeah and i'm including snl and uh (laughs) one one of the greatest of all times uh so by the way did you research there was some technical terms in there or you just know that much about it 
Oh uh, no! Once I got the idea going, I I like terms like um, downrod and canopy. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. I I researched that. What's that called? What's that called? And uh, did that give you joy? Because when you talk about the direction of the show, I know you want to move into self help, but right the, yeah. the third, like how did does that commercial give you joy? I think that's all. That's really all that shit comes down to. Like, were you like, I love doing this. I like that one because it's so stupid and, but yet there's enough, uh, wit and smarts behind it to, to make me laugh. Dude, it's not that stupid though. Like I got a buddy whose brother is in put and think installing HVAC systems in Iowa. And he says, Mm -hmm. it's like almost impossible to have a conversation with him where he's not, he's not mentioning HVAC. Like you can set them up. You can just be like, Hey, how, what, what do you think about that duct up there? And it's like 45 minutes later, you're like, that was a rhetorical question. I really don't care. Like that, that is real. There's that's the thing. There's some truth in ceiling fans. There are people that my dad actually would, would go off on some shit like that for, for hours. Like if, if he was at a party and he, he looked up and the ceiling fans a little wobbly, he'd be like, Hey, by the way, what is it? Your down rod, down rod's a little wobbly there. Uh huh. So yeah, it was more of a play on like I was reading a book about multiverses, so like that we all have infinite different realities based on the choices we make. And I was just thinking you're in about so deep, bro. So I know. <laughs> I was just thinking about what if there was a, a world where instead of like Instagram or something silly that we all view as a fad, the fad was like ceiling fans. And then, like the t- the young kids were getting annoyed with it. That's that's all I was thinking about. And then it just wrote itself, buddy. And success. You like you like the out the outcome. Yeah. So you did, there was no play on like the annoying guy who won't shut up about something that nobody else cares about. Yeah, there was, but I'm just telling you where it originated. It originated in like alternative worlds where ceiling fans are like like the the thing that people line up on black friday to like run and go by dude there's a few people that are gonna listen to this that did not listen to last week's episode and and are even more like what are these morons talking about well this whole episode is gonna be what are these morons talking about i I think that we've Uh, we've just solidified keep doing what we're doing but i don't want people to try to come here to get their problem solved consejos like them to relate to the conversation and to laugh. How about that? I think that's important. I yeah. don't know if we've we've done enough of that lately. Make people laugh, but that's not always just a thing you can just do. Yeah. Like, I I will say uh, back to this. If we want to lead into self help, the guy, the ceilings fan guy, as much as he's annoying, we he's probably achieved something that we don't have, which he's just hellbent on this one thing and and he's got complete peace in that because <laughs> yes. he loves talking about ceiling fans he doesn't have to search for it he he knows what he's into so uh what we need to find is like lunatics chris found, chris was like into into something but he wasn't if he was if he was really into something fucked up it would have been awesome like his fantasy was like i want to go to hvac convention in vegas because mm-hmm. i love i love hvac that we need to find that person. That would have been like, we don't have, we need truly insane people to make this. Show. We'd like Jerry Springer to show up a little bit. Yeah. There you go. There you go. No, no names, right? How many guests have we had? Eight. Yeah. 
I think. We're, we're not going to say any names. Of those eight people, how many do you think are truly insane? <laughs> Two. <laughs> oh, we got. I gotta talk to casting. I want to see who booked those people, and then we'll figure out. We'll figure out if if we're, we can't say it on air, obviously, but we'll have to see if we're holding the same names. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Uh, Self help. Take it or leave it, Matt. I mean, I would love to say leave it. I would love to say leave it, but why? Because you got a big cock and you want to tell everybody how tough you no, are. Not at all. Uh, yeah, it's all most of what men, most of what they're voicing is either insecurity or confidence about their cock. Right. I think if we keep doing self-help, we're going to come off as not confident about our cocks. And that's what I can't take that right now. Uh, okay. I, I, all right. I don't need that. I need to sound uh, confident with my cock. I need the listeners to think that the cock is strong. Okay. Works. Taking so, it too far. Back to the question. <laughs> Self-help, take it or leave it. I mean, I want to say leave it. I, I just said that. But not not just leave the idea. Like, It's got to be framed with something provocative and entertaining. Just the general idea of self-help. Like, get in touch with yourself. Walk through nature. Like, I don't know. That stuff is... Take the time to think about what you really want in life. Is like, just not doesn't do anything for me. Maybe it's something we all should do, but like. Is it because it's watered down in your little news feed or your little uh, whatever Google feed? Or is it because you're inundated with so much of it? I think we're inundated with it. And I just know that you, you can wallow in it. And this show is forcing me to wallow in it. It's, it's like 98% positive. It's forcing me to like think about things and be open about things and listen to your ideas and other people's ideas. But 2% of it is just thinking about it too much instead of just making decisions. And like, mm-hmm. so that's, that's why I say no to self-help, but it's also necessary. But at some point, you want to feel like you turned the corner. I mean, we have a little bit of it. Like you said, you feel good about how you're, how you're managing your your kids sports and how you're reacting to it. And that's good. And I, you know, the first episode was about career malaise and I feel like I'm trying to push myself in a decision that might put myself at risk, but may might make me happy. So there is some like positives. I had to go through that stuff. So we're all full of contradiction or I am. Yeah. 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 We're not making any sense. We're just contradicting ourselves. Have you heard of that new board game called Piss? Seriously? Piss? You have to be kidding. No, really. It's an adventure game about drinking insane amounts of water. Seriously? Seriously. How do you win? You win if you can hold in your piss the longest. Uh, I guess that sounds fun. Wow. What if you're really stuck? Uh, well, I am. What then? What do you think will help me unstuck? Self-help. Well, you could read about things that give you greater self-awareness that are in the self-help genre. So you could. That could be a tactic. You could just ignore ignore your feelings. 
<laughs> what's the search though? You know, like what's the search? Okay. Self-help. We got to narrow it down. How to get unstuck. Goal setting. Uh, I'm going to make up one of those charts, those fucking, I don't know, goal diagrams or whatever. Storyboarding my goals. Like, I don't know. Maybe you should read when things fall apart. Because Oprah told me to, Lance. No, you got a two-banger. You got you got the marriage issues and you've got the uh, job. No, I'm just mm-hmm. saying there's a place for it. I think it can jolt you into moving forward. I, it's it's the right. ubiquitous, ubiquitousness of it all that's becoming ta- taxing. It's, it's just a place everywhere. for it here, right? It's yeah. the lists. Yeah, it's... And so I just was like feeling anxious about not wanting to participate in that. So the industry itself is just too much, but there are some good books. I'm so I don't, I don't know. It's a it's a confusing time. Too much, always too much. It's what we do. We always go overboard. You you fight for something, whether it's rights or freedom to express yourself, and then it go, and then it always gets too far. Self help, a little self help, a little mental health is very good for a lot of people. They have and then it gets too far. It gets commercialized and then it just gets too far right i mean all Mm -hmm. the all the there's like four basic principles you live your life and everything will probably be fine which is like eating healthy promotes mental health physical activity promotes mental health being in touch with the outdoors promotes mental health and kindness makes kindness makes you feel good makes other people feel good and spreading that around makes the world a better place like there's really not much else out there to do it's relationships nature exercise diet yep tell me there's another thing people <laughs> don't say spirituality i don't need it uh, i would say spirit spirituality oh, is, is oh okay that. matt oh okay <laughs> matt okay spirituality yeah there you go there's the there's the five so uh, what we do don't you- need self-help we just do those things that's what you're saying yeah, huh? yeah. Like, like it's all getting back to the same place. Like, it always is the same answer. <laughs> like, you, you, like fad diets are a lot of them, and a lot of them are good, but they all come back to like the same thing. Self help, a lot of it comes back to this the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. There's what, some good ideas. Yeah. There's great ideas out there, but like, should we be constantly thinking about our life and lifestyle and? You know, that's I, that may be the question where we're really trying to optimize. This is what I get trapped into, optimize our life and perfect it all. And maybe we should just go out and serve some homeless on a fucking food line and shut the fuck up. I don't, you know, that's kind of what I go back and forth between. You know, anybody that's like, where you would look at them maybe as like a meathead, but their, their motto or their, you know, if you're in like a they're in a heavy situation and they'll say something like, I don't know, but she's got fucking huge tits and these beers are cold. And and that's like as deep as they need to go. And the, but they're, they're just like, yeah, I'm not worried about all that other stuff. You know, like what's wrong with that? I know. I dream of being that guy. Sometimes yeah. I spend so much time self-reflecting, even, even putting uh, listeners who, whoever they may be through the exercise of what's this show about who are we? It's just sickening. I wish I, yeah. She's got some knockers, huh? <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about your self-pain or go look at those jugs, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, there are people yeah. like that that are... I'll tell you one thing. I'd hit that. 
There ain't no doubt there, fella. Yeah, I like how you're you're overly uh, libido charged t- testosterone guy. Sounds like he's uh, reading the newspaper in 1955. He's like Dennis the Menace's dad. Fella, like to hit that fella. Truman showed the Japs a thing or two, huh? And I'd like to hit that tight ass over there. What should we title this? We should just title like, who gives a shit? We call this avoid at all costs episode number 19. (laughs) Don't listen. You'll never get this hour 15 back. Seniors 94 is written and produced by Matt and Piss Boy. Commercials by Piss Boy. Stand-up comedy by Matt. Sound support on this episode by... Stereo Surgeon, Garuda 1982, Destructo 20, Nerdtastic Beats, and Safa Dancer. Thanks for listening.